welcome to 99% Fad Free, the nutrition and health podcast with me, Tara Leong, as your host. I'm a registered nutritionist and today's episode is all about my journey with Pete Evans. He's the chef turned health guru and if you don't know him, he's a very popular chef who branched out into the health space. No qualifications, but a lot of expert opinion on how we should live our life. He's a COVID denier, anti-vaxxer, anti-fluoridator, anti-carbs, anti-dairy, anti a whole lot of things. He loves Trump and loves creating controversy. He also enjoys making a ton of money from commercial contracts and his own health brand. But he's in a whole lot of trouble following his post this week where he posted a meme displaying a neo-Nazi symbol. Now, I've been speaking out about this guy for almost eight years now. Can you believe it? I've been warning people about his dangerous nutrition advice and cult-like behaviours. Unfortunately, this has actually meant the backlash usually lands on me. But this week, it appears Australia and the world have actually finally started seeing through all his smoke and mirrors. Most notably, many of the big companies that work with Pete have publicly dropped him and cancelled contracts. This is a really big move. This is the first time in Australia that companies have taken a real stand. There are also many members of the public who are now questioning their faith that they did have in this man. His empire seems to have started crumbling. And I've built up the courage to finally do a podcast episode And I'm going to talk you through all of the reasons why I feel the way I feel about Pete Evans. So about eight years ago, I started trying to raise awareness about Pete Evans. And that's because his nutrition advice was dangerous. It's really dangerous. But what I considered even more dangerous was actually his ego, his inability to listen to others, and his complete censorship of anything that went against total adoration of him and his philosophies. Although I've been really vocal about him on social media, media, I've also spent years at the same time of being fearful of giving a voice to my stance on this dangerous man because whenever I did I would get abused online. I even received two death threats at one stage and that feeling just doesn't feel nice. It's frightening, it's not enjoyable and it's actually quite stressful but I always did these posts about Pete Evans and his incorrect nutrition information always to try and help people to see the other side of the story. A part of me would always feel like, oh, maybe I'm just misunderstanding Pete Evans and maybe I am being a horrible person because that's what all of his followers would actually reply with to me. Even my own followers would tell me 
you should really not speak badly of another person. It doesn't make you look professional. Um, they would write comments like, just leave him. He's just teaching people how to eat fruit and vegetables. Just just let him be. And so I would always reflect on on experiences and feedback in order to grow as a person as and as a professional. So a part of me would always think, Maybe I'm being too hard on this guy. But this week I feel that the tides have shifted and I'm not so alone. I feel confident and stand strong in my position now in not agreeing with Pete Evans and considering him a dangerous person to the general public. And I'm not going to censor that anymore. And that's why I'm doing this episode. I would have never done this weeks ago. Uh, but I feel calm and I feel confident about it now. When I would factually point out incorrect information by Pete on my own nutrition guru and the chef social media, such as don't feed bone broth with liver in it to babies because it could kill them, I would often be vilified. I'd be called names. I was, as I said, I was sent two death threats from his supporters. I was told I was nasty quite often and a horrible person. I should note here that I never called him names or commented on his appearance, much like many people have done in the past. I only ever commented on his nutrition information as a way to try and educate others with facts. Even my own followers would often say, why point out stuff he's doing wrong? Why not just post your own helpful nutrition tips? But the reason why I felt like I need to point out the incorrect information is there are a gabillion people online and around the world who already tell us that apples are good for you and how to increase the fiber in your diet. I feel that one of our roles and one of my roles as a nutrition professional is to actually help people understand how to identify incorrect information but also to actually be able to point out that incorrect information when it appears. I feel I have an ethical duty to actually do that. And that's because as a nutrition professional, one of our ethical duties is first do no harm. That means we have to, in every action we take as a nutrition professional, not hurt someone. Now, for me, in my own ethics, which is very, very personal and different among everyone, but my own ethics, I felt that by standing silent and by not saying anything, I was actually, in fact, contributing to any harm that was being done by his incorrect information. I felt that if I was to stand silent so that I didn't cop backlash, so that I didn't get stressed out from all the negative comments on social media, that that was putting myself first before the general public. And so I would often see his incorrect information. I would sit on it for a little while, sometimes a couple of days, and then I would put together some information for my readers to try and get the other side of the story so that they could then make an informed decision about a piece of dietary advice having all of the information. People would write often 
to me, why not just let him be? He's not hurting anyone. He's helping thousands of people. But you see, I was doing this because he was hurting people. Myself and other health professionals were seeing firsthand the harm he was doing to people's physical and mental health every day. And we were the ones that were trying to help those people to recover from that face to face. So what do I mean by hurting people? Well, I first started to become concerned when Pete began his mission to bring paleo to the world. He created a subscription service where you could learn about paleo and turn your life around. The problem with this was that it was strict. It cut out lots of food groups, but offered no alternative options for getting the nutrients that people would become deficient in once they actually cut those food groups out. It was heavily fear-based. It scared people into thinking that if they didn't convert to paleo, then they would become sick. It also placed blame on the individual that if you were sick, this was your fault through the choices you have made as you've been eating unhealthily. But of course, you could turn your life around by signing up, handing over your money and learning from Pete Evans, who had all the answers. Importantly, his dietary advice was really expensive and it was really elitist. Recommending only expensive foods as the only option. And what I mean here is recommending grass-fed meat only, for example. Now, I love grass-fed meat, but I also recognize that not everyone can afford that. It's much more expensive. And for many, including myself, can't afford to actually buy that. But the way that Pete would educate people would teach people all about the harms of buying non-grass-fed meat. His meal plans and examples of what to eat in a day were only impossible for the people who were lucky enough to have a disposable income that a court could afford this. Things like activated nuts, for example, are so expensive and have really no huge effect on anyone's health at all. It, it, his advice wasn't practical and it wasn't accessible to everyone. And health should never only be for the rich, for those that can afford it. And the issue was that he made people who couldn't afford to eat this way feel guilty that if they didn't prioritise this lifestyle, then they would get sick and that would have been their choice. Pete's social media slowly grew and grew. He has millions of and millions of followers. He gave out lots of strict dietary advice under the premise of trying to help people. He shared lots of stories of hope. But worst of all, he, he shared really crappy science, like really bad. He would use this bad science to prove his way of eating worked. But when you actually looked at the science, he'd often misinterpret it to fit his own narrative. This comes from ego, huge ego, but also a lack of knowledge. And that's what's so dangerous. Unfortunately, Pete isn't even aware of how much he doesn't know. He would always post studies that have been done on rats to show that 
paleo helped reduce fatty liver or diabetes, for example. Now, in the science world, professionals never use studies done on rats to guide their practice or consider these studies as good evidence to prove a point. If a professional ever did that, they would be laughed at because rats are not humans. When someone does use rat studies, it's always a red flag as to their limited knowledge of science. Studies on rats are useful and gives us a little bit of information as to what what might be able to happen, but they are not considered as good evidence for someone to base their advice on. Now, this is what's interesting. One day when he posted one of these ridiculous paleo studies on rats, I kindly, and I do say that with truth, I kindly pointed out that it's kind of good base knowledge, but we never really use studies on rats because of X, Y, and Z. Um, And within an hour, my comment was deleted and I was blocked from ever commenting on his page again. I wasn't rude. I didn't call anyone names and I certainly wasn't aggressive. I was actually quite nice in the way I worded my comment. But this became a repeated pattern where any comments that were not in support of Pete quickly were removed and people were simply blocked. And when someone is blocked, they can't uh, comment at all on any posts. So much so that a Facebook page started which was called Blocked by Pete Evans. And the issue here is that this is censorship. This is not allowing his followers autonomy, which is another basics of ethics that I'm very, very, I feel very passionate about. And this is the ability for a person to have all of the information required for them to then make an informed decision about their health the ability to weigh up the pros and cons and then make a decision for themselves. And that's what Pete was not allowing because when people see his Facebook page, all they see is adoration and positive comments in support of him and his philosophy. And this creates a circle of confirmation bias. And this is a term used in psychology where our point of view that we already have is it gets confirmed by the stuff that we read. It's also really good marketing on his behalf because his program and the paleo diet in general looks positive and helpful. When you you have a look through the comments, all you see is the positives because he's actually deleted anything that goes against his philosophy, any questions at all that anyone has had about this style or his philosophies, they quickly get taken down and censored. And what's most laughable about this is that Pete Evans has always stood by his philosophy about our right to freedom of speech. He's very, very, very clear in, in, in vocalising his distaste for censorship, yet he's one of the worst per- perpetrators of this. I myself have never, ever, ever blocked one person from my Nutrition Guru and the Chef page, and I've never deleted a comment before. 
even when people don't agree with me, even when people call me names, I leave those comments there because then people, all of my followers have the sense of autonomy and they can see both sides of the story and make a decision for themselves. So let's go back to the studies using rats that Pete often used. Well, one day a huge study came out criticising the paleo diet, saying that it caused weight gain. It was a really large study and it was scooped up quickly by the media. What did Pete do? He took to social media claiming, oh, don't believe the mainstream media and their hype. This study is done on rats. Can you believe it? You should never consider studies done on rats as gospel. This study is rubbish. So when it suits him, he suddenly makes a narrative to fit his own agenda. He he has been using rat studies to support his paleo diet for years. When he made this comment on studies on rats, this was about four years after he'd blocked me for saying the same thing. Looking at all his social media, what you see are people eating more fruit and veg and less processed food. He's been considered a hero by many of his followers for getting people to do something that health professionals have always struggled to do. But because of his censorship, what people didn't see was the eating disorders, the nutrient deficiencies, the mental health issues around having to follow a restrictive diet and not being able to stick to that. And the people who were abstaining from seeking proper medical treatment because Pete Evans was trying to tell people they didn't need to rely on medical treatment or the medical establishment. And in fact, he he has always encouraged people to avoid this route. His paleo diet was always offering the solution. And that's where us health professionals were having to clean up all the mess. We were the ones seeing the people who had been harmed by his advice, sitting face to face with them while they were crying. We were telling him this. We were trying to reach out to him about this and he didn't care. He seemed to thrive on the attention and the controversy. I'm sure you've heard all about the bone broth saga. If you haven't, I'll fill you in. Pete was going to publish a recipe which is an alternative to store-bought baby formula because he was against the chemicals and dairy in formula. He was about to publish this recipe that used bone broth and cooked liver blended as an alternative to put into a bottle to feed a newborn or young baby. The problem with this was that it contained 26 times the upper limit of vitamin A per serve, which came from the liver. Now, vitamin A is toxic to children and can cause liver damage. So many people, like myself, tried to warn Pete about this. The Australian Medical Association warned him against this. His book publisher warned him about this and ditched his book deal, and rightly so. So what did Pete do? He went right ahead and said, bug you all, stuff the experts in his own way, and he self-published the book with the recipe in it. 
His supporters defended his decision by saying it's an old recipe that's been around for a really long time, so what's the issue? The issue is if you're giving health advice, you need to be up to date on the latest research and recommendations, not just give the advice that's been handed out for a long time in one book many years ago. My issue with this is that he didn't listen and he didn't care. This created a huge media storm for him and likely resulted in lots and lots of books being sold. So let's not forget that this guy advises us to go and do things like contract COVID to improve our immune system, to not wear masks, to feed bone broth to babies even though it's dangerous, to eat restrictively and expensively, to avoid medical intervention and guidance, to not vaccinate. And you know what? Everyone is free to make those choices for themselves. And even if I don't agree with them, I respect the right for any individual to make their own choice on those matters. But I do not respect someone with no qualifications sprouting this stuff as gospel, with zero qualifications in any of these fields and to millions and millions of followers and believers. This guy's done an online course through the Centre for Integrative Nutrition, which is the dodgiest course provided there is to become a health coach. There's no biochemistry, no physiology, no statistics, no public health courses, no psychology, nothing. He brings in experts to talk on his tours and his podcasts, etc., which is obviously a huge hit with millions of listeners, but those experts are not considered experts in their field at all. They may have doctor in front of their name, but it doesn't mean they're actually a medical doctor. You can have a doctorate in social media or a doctorate in mathematics if you've done a PhD. And I could be Dr. Tara Leong if I wanted to in school teaching, but he doesn't tell his audience that, does he? This man is not cutting edge. He doesn't know more than most. Many of his supporters truly see him as knowing more than most, but because he gives more facts more often to a large audience of people who are listening doesn't mean that his knowledge is sound. In fact, he knows so, so much less. He preys on vulnerable people under the disguise of being clever being against the establishment and having new cutting-edge information. He hides behind this desire to help people live a truly healthy life. If someone really did wish to help others live a healthy life, they would listen to other people who had qualifications and they would really try and understand why a large amount of people are trying to tell him to be careful or to not say certain things. But he doesn't. He displays behaviours that are similar to that of cult leaders. And I'm no expert in cults. <laughs> he tries to sell $15,000 machines to protect against COVID. Yeah, he actually did that. But at the same time, he doesn't believe that COVID is even real. Who does that? Who denies that a global pandemic is not even real but then goes and tries to sell $15,000 machines to protect you against the disease, the, the pandemic? 
He profits off making money from alkaline water that's useless because as soon as it goes in our stomach, our body changes the pH of the water anyway. So it's only alkaline water while it's in the bottle on the supermarket shelf. He has no issues in publishing a book that can harm infants despite hundreds of health professionals telling him to rethink publishing. His food line had a recent recall due to a product containing an allergen, containing fish in it, but it wasn't labelled, and he didn't even announce it to his audience to help them avoid anaphylaxis. These things are not woke. These things are not cutting edge that he is doing. These things are arrogance and evil. When he knew, posted the neo-Nazi meme this meme this week, he knew exactly what he was doing. And people have screenshots to prove it. When followers had raised that they saw the black sun symbol in the post, he replied, I was waiting for someone to see that. Suddenly, when brands started denouncing him, he backflipped. And he made a public apology where he claims that he didn't know what the symbol meant and that he was sorry that people had misinterpreted him. This is textbook narcissistic behaviour right there. It's manipulation and it's gaslighting. It's blaming everyone else and not taking accountability for his own actions. He's since posted a video about this whole saga with his horses on his property playing the true victim, saying that he's once again being preyed upon and misrepresented by the mainstream media. No, Pete, people just now see you for who you really are. And just lastly, I'd like to address a number of the arguments that his supporters use to, to defend his actions. Number one is that he's improved the health of so many He gets people to eat healthily and reduce processed foods. Yeah, sure. But he's also caused people to cut out a lot of foods and he's caused a lot of physical and psychological harm to people in the advice that he's given. And I'm really, really sorry, but you don't get to just do some good and that makes all of the bad go away. It's just not good enough. It's just not good enough. No one on this earth should be able to do a little bit of good and a whole lot of harm, and that's okay. Number two is that apparently he knows more than most professionals because he's done the work looking for answers and he's done a lot of research. Um, The answer to that is that just because... His opinion differs to the mainstream opinion. It doesn't mean that he's discovered new information that no one knows about. He, it doesn't mean that he's ahead of his time because he's found facts that is different to what is in the mainstream. The reality is that those facts are actually wrong. Those facts aren't backed up by anything and some of them he's just pulled out of his own head. Number three is that he's not a sheeple 
his supporters always use this term sheeple, which is a, 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 a term of referring to people who just follow the crowd and follow what's always been done as a sheep and they call them a sheeple. And quite often his supporters will call anyone who doesn't agree with Pete Evans a sheeple for and and claim that they just follow the in the 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 normal way of thinking and what is conventional whereas Pete Evans is the opposite and quite ad- advanced and quite woke and quite like knows stuff that no one else knows and is ahead of his time and doesn't doesn't just follow um the conventional way of thinking and I find this quite hilarious actually because the people who um actually come out and will call anyone who doesn't like Pete Evans a sheeple in fact are the ones that just blindly follow whatever Pete Evans says and cannot see any uh, wrongdoing by him and cannot use any reasoning or critical thinking in assessing whether what he says is actually right or wrong or truthful and so I find this really quite hilarious. The fourth one is that he has apparently a heart of gold and he just is on this earth to help people. Uh, And I guess there must be some element within Pete that uh, wants to help people, but he has also made a lot of money. He's made a lot of money off of his harmful dietary advice and he is in the spotlight and if he was truly interested and on this earth to help people, I would think that any person with a good heart would stop and reflect on their behaviour and if at any point someone pulled them up on their advice that and said that it was wrong, that that person would say, oh, please, could we have a chat? Um, could you run me through your concerns? I'd like to know more. Now, at no stage has Pete Evans ever done this. If anything, it fuels him to keep going and it's like he thrives on it. He doesn't listen. He doesn't take on board expert opinion whatsoever. He bucks, he he sways away from it, expert opinion, just because his ideals are are actually to sway away from expert opinion and he doesn't trust the experts. So he's so headstrong in not trusting the experts that he avoids any help from the people that could be helping to educate him and help his followers. The list of things that he has done is exhaustive and his reach until now has been mighty and it's been frightening large, but now 
I see things are changing. I commend the businesses such as Channel 10, Channel 7, Woolworths, Coles, House, Macmillan Publishing and Natural Raw Sea, Baccarat and many more who have now distanced themselves and will no longer be working with this man. I also commend my fellow nutrition professionals who've been using their voice to speak up about Pete Evans when needed. I do feel frustration though that it's taken this long for these brands to wake up and take action. I feel concerned that more health professionals didn't feel that they could speak up when they had concerns and they felt that they needed to stay silent and hide in the shadows for fear of retribution or appearing unprofessional. I should end by making it clear that I am not happy that this man is going down in flames this week. I'm not happy about that. I don't take pleasure or enjoyment from it. But I am now hopeful and I'm relieved that his reach and influence is diminishing, which means more people like yourself will finally be free from his dangerous ideas. I hope you've enjoyed listening to my background on Pete Evans and I would love to hear if you have any comments. Head to the Facebook page, The Nutrition Guru and The Chef or Instagram page and I'd love to hear from you. Drop me a message or you could even email me. If you like this episode, it'd be great if you could leave a review or a star rating. But that's all, all from me today. It's been a big week (laughs) and I will see you next time.